play this. The guy I'm playing this for is named Cadillac. He's going to be on the radio in a minute. The city had to get up at 3 a.m. in the morning. But... to church on Friday in Greenville, South Carolina. We're going to talk about that coming up during this episode. Church, of course. We went to Eric Church. And pod peep Kimberly Mons will join us during this episode of the My Second Act podcast to share her close encounter with Eric Church. Oh my God, Mama, it's, it's Eric Church. Wave, wave, Mama. I'm like, do you need a ride? And he's like, yeah. Did he think yeah. you were a hooker or something trying to pick him up? My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act. She's got a story to tell. Why do you always go to the dirtiest Kimberly, place? Well, because she's outside of a Holiday Inn in a vehicle with her mama trailing Eric Church in the parking lot of Holiday Inn off Sugarloaf. This is crazy. Okay, my name's Donna, and I'm Caddy's wife, and I am his wife. <clears throat> I kind of sound like a man right now, but I have this, like... Um, Sinus infection, which is just perfect timing for the Christmas week. Well, for people to question you if you have COVID. Oh, and that. Now, that's a hot button. That is the problem. That's what I was going to talk about everywhere I go. When I came in the studio today, I had to tell Preston I do not have the Omicron. I'm like, I am clear of the Omicron. Now, I don't 100% know that as I sit here. However, however. PT plants his palms in his, (laughs) palms of his hands in his face. However. I'm vaccinated. I'm, I'm okay, but, double vaxxed. Um, but but you're all, if if double vaxxed and one boosted, one booster, you're only at seventy five percent. Okay, well I got I'm seventy five there. But anyway, it's it's a classic. I get these two times a year. Uh, you know that I do, and they start in my in my um, nose, and then it goes to my throat, and I have no voice, and then it ends up in my chest. Sounds like you smoked a pack of Salem Mythol. Seriously, ultralight one hundreds. So I've got I'm got a little request in for a Z pack because that's what gets gets rid of it. But you know, getting the penicillin is it's like, tough. oh my it's god, tough, yeah. like you're out for you know Bitcoin. You're mining for Bitcoin. Just give me my penicillin. I'm a fifty something year old woman. I'm gonna be fine. I'm going to be fine. I'm not gonna overuse it. And you know me, I will manhandle a doctor like with the kids. Because if I pay a $75 urgent care copay, I want the penicillin. I don't want to watch it. I don't want to call you. Let's keep a look on it. Call me back if they don't get better. No, because that's going to cost me $75 more if I come back after I've watched it. No, I'm watching it. I'm watching you. And I need the penicillin, okay? You sound like an addict. I'm just telling you, I know what will fix it. I mean, one Z-Pack knocks it out. And it's always like it has to get really bad before they'll give it to you. And then you're like, oh, my God. Now I'm like, I have pneumonia. I have walking pneumonia because of you, sir, doctor. Because you won't give up the penicillin. So I'm when I get out of here, I'm going to manhandle him, the doctor. He's not easily manhandled. No, he's no, tough. no, no, no. He's, he's going to take me he's to the, He is going to take me to the mat. He's going to make me come in there. It's one, well, he's going to assess me. Right. You do have to do a little. I'm gonna just, I'm We're going to keep these episodes short because of Donna's voice. Well, too. here's the thing. If, if coughing. And we're in the studio uh, if, for the next two yes, episodes. Yes. If coughing is triggering, this could be a problem for you. However, PT is an excellent producer and he's going to like edit out my Well, coughing. we have a no edit rule. Leave, leave the call. I'll, I'll, we'll decide at the end of the episode whether or not we're going to leave the call. How much coughing? Yes. Um, okay. The last thing I want to tell you yes, ma'am. is 
you do have to lie a little bit. I do want to say this. Like, you have to say that you've had a slight fever in order to get the Z-Pack. Is that the, the life hack? Yes, because otherwise it becomes this big issue of are you viral? Are you bacterial? Are you viral? You're bacterial. I'm both. I'm feverish. I need it. Speaking of life hacks, with it being Christmas week, do you want to share quickly your honey baked ham hack? Oh. If you've not reserved a ham, Donna has oh. a way to get around it. You can go because, listen, if you were told, if you're the husband, yes, and you were told, reserve the ham, yeah, go pick up the ham. That's, I've done all the Christmas shopping, I've done all the, the, I've, I put up all the decorations. I'm preparing the meal and everybody comes over for Thanksgiving Day this Saturday. Christmas. You got ham duty. That's it. Yes. Okay. And uh, what's the hack if you and forgot? And you're like, I'll get around to that, Linda. You're not going to tell me what to do. Okay. You know what I mean? All right. So it's time now to go witness, your witness your ham. Witness your ham. Yes, because a couple things. You, We've talked about this on the podcast before. You have to unveil your ham. But we, husbands don't do that. They do. I've stopped husbands. You cannot just grab your honey-baked ham and run out the door. You have to let... Because like, have you ever seen it when they... They, they un- present it. They present the ham and the men are like, I don't need to see that ham. And you're like, yes, you do. Like I've stopped people before. You have too much gristle. You have too much bone. That's not a good ham. And you never take the first ham. Never. It's kind of like you reach to the back for milk. You yeah. Or if you're buying a hat, you you get the hat behind the hat. Because everybody's worn the first, first hat. hat. Yeah, they fingered it yeah. all and put yeah. stuff all Lice. over it. Yes. Exactly. All right. So what's the ham hack? Oh, so the ham hack is if you land have not, the plane, land the plane. If you have not tower, ordered, tower, we're coming in at some point. We're not quite sure when. Okay. If you have not ordered your ham flight MSA, my second act, it's the day you want to pick your ham up. So just say you want to pick your ham up on the 23rd. Okay? Thursday. If you're going to have between eight and, you know, six to eight people, you need a 23 slash two. That's a good ham. That's the size uh, of your ham. But, but tell everybody how you get to that number, though. I'm, I'm not telling all my secrets. The, the first number is the day you're picking up, and the second number is the, the ham size. size. So you go in and you say, I've got a 23-2. If you go on Friday, Christmas Eve, you say 24-2. What's a 1, 2, and a 3? Uh, I've, I've had a 4 a couple of days ago, and that's, a, that's bad. That's uncomfortable. Yeah. And awkward if people are near the restroom. Yes, what now? Well, I just, I don't know, because I always do a 2. I'm always <laughs> a 20. I'm God, always I swear a, to God, Donna. If you give me what you have, or I've given you what I have. What? I don't know. Well, I mean, right. what? Well, what are you going to do? So just. 23. One two. is a big one. Two is a medium average and three is a small is what yeah. we're going to go with. Okay. Are you excited, Preston? Do you have your ham? <laughs> so I'm telling you though, if you are in this position and you forgot to reserve your ham. Yes. And that's the only thing your wife asked of you this week. The, maybe even the year. Yes. It's the only thing she's asked of you this year. Yes. And uh, you don't. And come usually, you like your mother in laws in town, and you. And she wanna wants act, to come with you. Yeah, you want to act like no, you're this. I gotta go by work. No, you act like you're this great husband. So you drive her around, and you're like, "We're going to get the ham." Like it's a big old deal. But you have to look at your ham. Says, you says it, the wife. If you get it home, and she's like, "Did you look at this ham?" You say yes, always. Did you see that there's Why? a bone and a lot of fat and gristle? But there's never that on the. He's thinking that, that blonde lady next to me in line mm-hmm. that was real smart ass. Mm-hmm. She told me I had too much gristle. But then there's also the thing when you would bring home the ham, and I would tell you, do not Eat open the ham. The ham. Tough Leave to do. the ham That's in the bag. If you love honeybait ham like I do, that crust, you get it. You think this is like a paid advertisement. It's not at Seriously, all. Seriously, we're not getting paid the, for the this. Crust, the, 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 that the sugar. sugar and the mm. honey. I just eat that. I lift that off like a candy bar. Yeah, and you, <sighs> you've also been one who will drive the ham around. I'm like, bring the ham directly home. Like, right. I got to do some shopping. Okay, don't leave the ham in the back of like your car or your truck. Anyway, we digress. If you are listening on Upload Day Tuesday, December 21st, today is the first day of winter. And it's mm-hmm. the 22nd, actually, right? Tuesday mm-hmm. the 22nd. It's the shortest day of the year for folks in the Northern Hemisphere. Here's my question. PT will pull you in for this. PT is the producer of the My Second Act podcast, and we're excited to be in the studio here at the Appen 
Podcast Network. We are I mean, 30 we miles him desperately. directly north of downtown Atlanta in awesome Alpharetta. Where is the Northern Hemisphere? Are we part of that? We are part of the Northern Hemisphere. Wonderful. That is the extent of my geographic knowledge. Is there a Southern Hemisphere, I guess? And yeah. is there an yeah. Eastern Hemisphere and a Western yeah. Hemisphere? Yeah, there's like the Northern okay. Lights mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Yeah. So what this means is that uh, things will only get brighter from here. Oh, thank God. At least uh, from a daylight perspective. So not necessarily in your life. That maybe oh. you got excited. I'm like, things are only going to get brighter from here. No, I, didn't, I wasn't talking about your life. It's going to yeah. stay where it is in the, Just in the slumps. the visual of it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You're brighter on from here, meaning the days are going to get brighter and longer. We went to church Friday, Greenville, South Carolina. We learned some things about the Eric Church Gather Again Tour. We're going to share with you with advanced apologies to anyone that may be listening to this podcast and, uh, oh, I don't know, Eric Church's uh, management company, mm-hmm. Eric Church's record label, um, we just, uh, we had a great time, first of all. We took our 15-year-old daughter, Charlotte. Why, why, wanted, why, why, why were we saying anything negative? Well, we may reveal some secrets, Donna. This, oh. is, this is like to encourage people to stick around to continue to listen to this episode. Oh, got it. Okay. It's strategic. Okay. Got it. Okay. Got it. Um, I'd never been to this venue before. It's the Bon something arena. Secours. Right off 85. It's a, it's a health care wellness it's company. It's French. Bon Secours. And uh, we went up on Friday afternoon. We were late, of course, getting there. Met some friends, uh, Betsy Richards, who's a huge, uh, great friend of ours, but a huge supporter of everything that we do, including the podcast, and her niece and her sister. Yes. And then you and I and Olivia, our 15, Charlotte, Charlotte, rather, our 15-year-old daughter. So we meet for dinner, had a great dinner. We go back to the room. We check in. I get a text while we're at dinner from Joanna Cotton. Now, Joanna is Eric's, we've talked about Joanna quite a bit on the podcast. She's the one that's always with him, has been for 12, 13 years now with him, meaning in voice and in presence. Jana, uh, Joanna is the one that you see on the stage and you have on every tour for the past four or five award shows. That's Joanna Cotton singing with him. You hear on all the church albums as well. Is she like a mixture of Dolly Parton, Winona, and Stevie Nicks? So we had not, we bought our tickets to go yep. to the show. Well, actually, Betsy bought them. We paid her back, but we had no intention. We were one as fans, you know, as, as I do to every single concert that I go to. There, there's no written contract anyone anywhere that says you work for a radio station when you go to this event, you have these following duties. When I go to a concert, and this has been the case my entire career, when I go to a concert, I go as a fan on a, like a personal, not professional, but on a personal level, right? Mm-hmm. So we had no, uh, we just weren't as fans. We had no contact with Eric or, or anybody. And, and, and so I wasn't going to reach out to Joanna. And she texts me. She says, hey, I heard you're in town. And I said, yeah. I said, we're here with... Uh, with our, our daughter, uh, Charlotte and, and Donna. And she said, I want to see you. So we were able to go back and, and see Joanna before the show. Um, I found it fascinating that she is handed an index card at, uh, oh, what time were we? What time did she get? The she probably, walked in seven, to the dressing room at seven. It was no, it's much later than that. It's seven 30? o'clock. Yeah. Now the show on the ticket say, it says start time eight o'clock. I'll tell you about that in a second. There's a trick for you. He went on stage around nine 15. So Janet, uh, Joanna, Rather, gets the set list for the night. What about, we'll say 90 minutes before mm-hmm. the show. She must know every single song in the Eric Church catalog. I asked her. I but, said, what is, she, what is, she, she has no idea what she's going to be singing that night. <clears throat> yeah, because you asked her if she's going to play over when it's over. And she said, nope, not tonight. We're doing mixed drinks. Mixed so drinks. they must alternate that one. Yeah. Uh, but so there, I'm going to say seven or eight songs that he changes every single night. And Eric Church himself is the one that writes them down or types them out or whatever, but he's the one that selects the seven or eight songs they're going to rotate. And that could be anything, Don. It could be a proven hit. It could be an album cut. It could be, um, you know, any any song. It could be even a cover if he chose to do that. There are songs that make up the foundation of this tour and probably every tour for Eric Church, now that we've seen how the sausage is made a little bit. Um, those don't change, including the, the songs from his current albums. And there were a lot of those. 
There were tons, but I thought it was just such a great show. I mean, like, it was, he played so, so many, like, hits, which, I don't know, it was interesting. I, I forget how many hits he has. And when I say hits, but, you know, think, even if you're not the biggest Eric Church fans, fans, songs that you would recognize. And, and I realized as I was standing there listening to him why I love him so much, aside from the fact that, uh, let me just tell you, the hotness overload is at 150%. And everybody who was standing around me, every woman, some men were looking up at the screen that were like, good Lord, that man is good looking. So there's that. You could hear them say that over the roar of the crowd. Yes. Um, yes. However, the reason that I like him so much is so many of his songs are about redemption and grace. And He's a center. Centers like me. Come coming on. back from something and working and and a lot of them are about you know relationships and and again not just relationships with your spouse maybe but just in general um and just so many vivid vivid lyrics that become pictures in my mind about growing up you know in a small town and what that looks like and just you know overcoming but I just I every song that came on I just kept thinking like there's so many themes about just sticking sticking by someone, you know, staying with someone, um, apologizing, you know, again, giving grace. I just, I, it really hit me last night. And I'm, I'm sure like most church choirs are like, hello, yeah, ding dong. But um, I never really put the whole thread together. You know, he played for two and a half, no, three it was hours. Nearly three hours. He did the same thing the next, this is the last weekend of the tour for the year. He went to Greensboro, North Carolina, the first stop in his home state of North Carolina so far in the entire tour, the Gather Again tour. So Saturday, he, he did that on purpose, too. He, he planned Because then he was going home to, to Granite Falls yeah. for Christmas a little while, which is probably an hour and a half away. Um, he played for three hours in Greensboro. Oh, so I think that's pretty standard for this tour. Now. Yeah. And but I mean, it's amazing. He never leaves the stage. He, and he never, never takes left a the break. stage. He yeah. never changed clothes. I mean, and you know, you, you do go to shows where the band keeps playing and they wander off stage to, you know, go to the bathroom. Sort I mean, of line. Do what? Okay, whatever. But he never left. And I told you, I said, that band is so good and tight. so tight. They sound like, it's like a band like the Rolling Stones. And I don't say that lightly. Or his idol, Bruce Springsteen. Because I said to you, I said, and you laughed, but they're this older group of men with reading glasses. They're not, I mean, there's one guy that looks like he's like from Metallica or whatever, but the rest of them are, you know, older seasoned musicians and it's just so good. There's not a misstep, you know, it's like, and one song kind of blends into the other one and, but it's just, that's not something that if you're not a very, very well rehearsed band, you can get up and do. And I don't think Eric wants the riffraff of a young green maybe not even green but a young party type band where so there, there's hookers running around every night and yeah eric doesn't want that you know he's, yeah. he's great not that he was ever a part of that but he did he's he's an older man he's a husband he's he's got kids three kids i think you know two uh, two yeah. kids and and the band you know he's a, he's a musician first and foremost and a songwriter um and and the music is so important to him you know he wants that tightness and it was um they were, they were just on every single song. They were just, they, they didn't miss a beat, you know? No, it was great. And Joy there were so many different versions. Like, there were a couple different versions of songs that just blew me away. Well. Different arrangements. Let's talk of. about uh, Like Jesus Does. Amazing. Okay. It wasn't amazing. I'm going to play you a clip here. And this is kind of breaking the rules. If we get a cease and desist from 
Apple or Listen. I guess it wouldn't be that it'd be EMI yeah. Records. But, PT can send a letter. Um, this is a clip. This is a very popular song from Air Church. I don't know what album it was on. And they slow it down. They slow down the um, the, the sound and the feel of this song. She forgets me when I Eric holds the note. Joanna has let go at this point. Then they have a, a, a very, they exchange a funny moment together. Here's what's going on. I did some research about this. They've actually performed that version for five years. Hmm. And I, we've never heard that before yeah. until Friday night. How is that possible? I fell in love with this version. And um, they they did look to me like, uh, I, I thought that Eric was channeling a Kenny Rogers, you know, like Kenny and Dolly, but on a much grander scale, I thought, with Eric and, and Joanna. But that's been around for a long time. Well, I think part of it, and you said this, is, you know, we, we did take Charlotte, our 15-year-old. She's a huge music fan in general. She loves, she does love Eric Church. Um, and we kind of laughed. We have not as many events as you've done over the years in radio and stuff. We've taken our kids to a few concerts, like a Lady Annabellum show, or I know we took her to like... Um, yeah, I think it was Lady Annabelle. I took, I Russell her, Dickerson. Hunter Hayes. Things. She was a big Hunter Hayes yeah. fan at one point. But we just were never the type that took our kids to a bunch of shows because a lot of times maybe you were working or we had to be different places or whatever. I don't know. Um, but it was great to take her. And she really, really enjoyed it. But you and I laughed. I mean, I had, I think I had, I had maybe I had a drink at dinner and maybe one or two other drinks. But um you know, sometimes you go to shows and you spend so much time in the line getting drinks and beers and whatever that you miss half the Which show. Which makes you go to the bathroom. Yes. All night. You know, and there's shows that are rowdier than other shows, but it was great to kind of stand there. I don't, I think I moved one time. I went to the bathroom one time, but the rest of the time, I mean, I was like mesmerized. And I think that's part of it is I'm sure in the past he has played it, but we've been back and forth to, you know, going to get a drink or whatever. Um, but it was kind of great and it was great to see it through her eyes. I think she just really enjoyed it. And we were down kind of in the pit area, but I've said this before. Kinda. Most, well, kind of in the pit. Well, we were, but I'm just saying it wasn't like I've said this, like I was saying this to you, like a couple of times when, when we've seen Eric in, in a, in the pit area, church fans are great. They're not like pushing and right. shoving. And now there was one let's fight ex- between let's, two. Let's girls. explain church fam, church fam, the church choir real quick. That is Eric's fan club. Uh, his commitment and love and, and admiration for his fan club is unparalleled in any genre of music, any format of music. He takes care of the church choir, and that's what his fan, his his diehard fans are called. And yeah, there's a membership and whatever, but it's so much greater than that. They 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 fellowship together. Yeah, they travel in packs. We had him here at the Uncorked Music Series at the Painted Horse. When Joanna last played, November, yeah. we had Joanna Cotton here, and they came to that event. And and yeah. so that's that's his. You know, he gives them advanced music before anybody else gets it. Uh, first shot at tickets and he's just he takes care of his fans yeah that's great yeah so but it wasn't like a, I mean it wasn't like people were pushing and shoving and so it was just great I mean we were within inches of him and I told you after a while I almost like didn't even remember how close we were to him because I was just so mesmerized by the whole show and the music it was great if you get a chance to see him even if you're not a huge fan you should go I think if that's a great place to jump into country music for sure he um Grab, not grab, but he, he he was presented an American flag from I think a group of army soldiers in the pit, and mm-hmm. he uh, he he um was was proud of that moment. Then uh, someone handed him an Atlanta Braves flag, 
and I called BS on this, and I've, I've since learned that I'm incorrect. That's right. I said it. I thought, Don, I think we talked about this on the way home, which we're going to talk about that in just a second, traveling together for the first time in a couple of years what a mess. in a car. What a mess. Jesus God, what Christ. a mess. I could not have gotten home quicker. Me either. That ride Sunday coming back or Saturday morning coming back with all the storms. God, me either. Jesus Christ. Oh. Anyway, we had a great time. Um, so someone hands Eric a bracelet. I said, you know what? I don't. I, I smell fish here. I, I smell something stinky here. I think that he travels with a road case, a work case full of, of MLB team flags. And whatever city he's in, he pulls one out. Like if he's in Houston, he's got suddenly an, someone hands him. Okay. You uh, have trust issues. A runner hands him, a okay. production assistant hands him, an Astros flag. If he's in wherever, they hand him a whatever flag. You know, whatever the. the you the, you have trust issues. You anyway. always think people are up to something nefarious. So, um, because he had this exact same flag at the George Strait show at Mercedes-Benz Stadium here in Atlanta just, what, two months ago, Max? Okay, it was the same flag. I was like, mm. It was a member of the church choir that handed it to him. Yeah. And he takes it to, his name is Ryan, and he takes it to every show. And I think Eric knows that Ryan's going to be there with the brace flag. And so, because Eric knows many members of his, his church choir personally. And I bet he, he looks for Ryan in advance when, he, when he's in a hot brace market. Uh, this is what the uh, arena sounded like after uh, that moment with the uh, brace flag. This broke out. People are doing the, the, the Tomahawk chop during the Air Church concert. And he loved it. He loved it. So that's that. Joanna Cotton uh, was with her mother this weekend for the final weekend of the tour. And uh, her mother, uh, she and her mother live in 30A, on 30A, uh, I think at Alice. And and you want to join the podcast? Yeah, I was just looking at something you wrote in the run of show that I'm hoping you don't say. But go ahead. Would you want to point that out now? Or? <laughs> no, later. Um, she's traveling with her mother. And um, they came, they left a day early from 30A to get to Greenville, South Carolina and stayed in Alpharetta on Unbelievable. She loves Alpharetta. Joanna loves Alpharetta. She was talking about how great it is. And they went down to the restaurants and she went to, she and her mama went to Firebirds yes. on Old Milton Parkway on Wednesday night. And, and she had never been here until we, we, we booked her for the Uncourt series last yep. year. And she absolutely fell in love with this area. And so she and her mom rode around looking at Christmas lights and they stayed at Avalon. Yeah. And then she went on to, um. Greenville, South Carolina, got there Thursday. The tour always gets into town Thursday. So it doesn't matter where you're coming from. It doesn't matter where you live. It doesn't matter how you get there. If you are not Nashville-based uh, and you don't ride the bus into the uh, the city where the concert tour, the first city of the weekend of the tour, uh, you got to get there on your own. Yeah, Eric's mom was there. She had on Fringe. Eric's mother was there? Yes. Yes. I missed that. Yeah, that's what Trudy would So Trudy, who works with Eric Church, she um, was pointing out that Eric's mom was there. And, and I saw her. She was walking around. She had a little fringe on. I love a fringe moment. NASCAR star Elliot, uh, Chase Elliott was there as yes. well. Yes. And uh, Ashley McBride's parents, random. But uh, here's a connection because we say what? There's always a, a connection. connection. Uh-huh. Wow. Uh-huh. I think we should just start over. Um, My meds are making me kind okay, of sleepy. Okay, is that Ashley McBride and Eric Church are represented by the same management company. Yes. Angela, that crew. So. Yes. Right. It was a great time. Let's talk about this ride home, should we? I don't know if we should, but yes. You are such a control freak. Here we go. I mean, we're going to jump over the lightning yeah. conversation. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. I, I, let's go here. Let's go here. We'll pick it back up if we can. Um, well, you're just like telling me what lane to get in, what yeah. to do. Yeah. If I pull in to get something, like I'm like I'm starving. I'm gonna get something. The line's too long. This one's I didn't not say that. open. I didn't say that. Here's what's going. On. Bojangles, their 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 dining rooms aren't open. They never Bojangles never opened up since 2019 COVID. 
Meanwhile, I don't like Bojangles. I pulled in there because you like Bojangles. And you're trying to tell me, that's what we're going to be in here this line forever. Blah, 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 blah. It's rain. I mean, it's just like, but oh, it was horrible, it was right? like a chihuahua. I told you and Charlotte, y'all were like chihuahuas. Any place I turned, it was like, blah, 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 blah. don't do that. Blah, blah, blah. Come with me. PT is a producer of the My Second Act podcast. <laughs> do you guys have one person that drives more often than the other? When Donna, you go Donna unfortunately, drives more often. See, I find that helpful because you can figure out one of the pairings instead of yes. having to figure out them both. But it's surprising to me that that still yeah. seems to not yeah. be it. Does, it. does the same thing happen, the yip and yapping when you're driving? And, and oh, she's sure. Not? Absolutely. Well, and he's not a good driver. So well, you he are makes either. us nervous. So we would, like, Charlotte was like, I'd rather you drive, Mom. Oh, she did not say yes, that. Yes, she did. Yes. Uh-huh. Yep. Donna PT. Here we go. Chooses to drive mm-hmm. on an interstate, I-85, one of the biggest interstates in America, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in any interstate for that matter when we're traveling, mm-hmm. in the far right lane with the truckers. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with that, people? Where, where, well, there's, there's, there's glass and nails and, and, and bottles and the shit that's what being. What lane these, are you? We have talked about this before. On the second podcast. from the left. Second from the left. Thank you, for PT. Sure. Yeah, I, I get yelled at for being too safe. That I, I don't run the yellows and I leave too much space between the car in front of me so exactly. people are cutting me off. But even I am second from the left. But Come then on. people get on your rear end. The, no, they'll go to the. They far go left. to the far left. That's why you're second from the left. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> but my thing is like, what if you see, I have to you, exit? You know, maybe, maybe you have some, maybe you have some empathy for me or some sympathy. But at least. what if I have to exit? Like, what if you're you, like, that's you where you're supposed to go? You know that in advance, you should know that in advance and you prepare, Donna, yeah, and that's... you turned your signal on and you check your mirrors and you slowly make the transition from left, uh, second left to center and then to second right and then to far right where you loiter that the entire way... not loiter you stay there the entire time for 129 miles that's way too much in the if, far yeah. right lane with the truckers you start start working your way over between About 2 and 3 miles away or at least a mile you're done. giving yourself plenty of time but she doesn't pt that's just it she will <laughs> in front it's just it's the craziest shit i want to call you out on this too oh here we go well you know that's the name of my book right i don't yeah, you named oh, it for yeah. me. No, it's my life in the far right lane with the truckers and other stories from the road. <laughs> That's the name of your book. Um, okay, what you got? We were we stopped. Charlotte had to go to the bathroom. Now, mind you, the the the, the right up Friday because we're looking. For, it's kind of like Disney. We've talked about this. Yeah, you you're all tell, like, ha, you can tell the families ha. that are getting to Disney yeah, for the first yeah, time and the yeah. ones that are leaving. Yeah, because it's just an entirely different body language and look on the mood. Face. Yeah. Friday the ride up, fantastic. We yeah. know we're going to Eric Church. We're going to meet Betsy and her sister and her, her niece for a great dinner. You didn't really tell me how to drive. I had it, I had it going. Okay. On the way back, we're done. It's pouring done. down rain. We're done. We're ready to be home. Um, we, weren't, yeah, we weren't hungover at all. I, I had a half a drink. You had one at dinner. It wasn't that at all. It's just, I'm right. We're ready to be home. Uh-huh. So we go to the bathroom for like the third time. We're at Hamilton. If you're from the Atlanta area, Hamilton Mill Road, 85 southbound Gwinnett County is where we are. To QT, a quick trip. Donna... There are two lanes that are going to turn left, all right? Or on Hamilton Mill Road, not the interstate. There are two lanes that are going to turn left. Oh, God. Okay? You're going to get the arrow eventually, all right? One lane has, we'll say, six cars in it. The other lane has about a dozen. Donna becomes car 13. Now, I want you, please, I want you to listen. I'm about done. I want you to listen to this, though, and let me know if I'm crazy for this. I say, Donna, I don't think that, we've already sat through three cycles of the light. I said, Donna, I just, I, I don't think that this lane is going to get through in the next cycle. I, however, I bet the four cars down there to to our left, and that's our lane. We're going; they're going left like we are. They're just like us, Donna. They are just like us. They're going left. They're wanting to get home too. They're desperate to get home. 
I bet they're going to get through in the next cycle. You'd have thought that I told her that, oh my God, Jesus, it was, I mean, you just. But here's the thing. I hadn't gotten up to the point where I could get over to that lane. I was going to, but it was pouring down rain and I would have had to swing out to get back in. I was going to get in that left lane. Mm -hmm. I just wasn't up there yet, but you're so hot on the trigger. No, I prepare and I look ahead, especially when traveling with a family on an interstate. And you're, you you have to look ahead. You have to predict. You have to, you, you need to, you should have known before you got to that intersection. You know what this reminds most, you, should have you know, known before you know you what got this to... reminds most women of? It's like your dad telling you what to do. You're just like, but it's common sense. It's common sense though. And I'll tell you another one. Uh-huh. I rode what with you, you. Yeah. I rode with you to Noonan when myself, you and Jody, we were producing a concert and Jody rode with us. And he told me later, he goes, he's relentless. Like, does he do that to you all the time? Like, tell you how to drive and just stay on you constantly? I'm like, oh, yeah. Jody Jackson did not. He did. Whatever. He Screw you, did. Jody. Oh, my God. See, you don't want anybody to tell you anything either. All right. You're a control freak. That's the problem. You Sometimes you just, as the passenger, you sit quietly. <laughs> yeah. Simmer down. But I can't. That's what PT's saying. Simmer down. Lie, by the way. Oh, okay. Donna's going. This is 80- not like, you act mm-hmm. like you're like. Like, nor will I like you're like out there stumping for women's rights or something like <laughs> I mean nor will I be silenced about how you should drive little lady God you're not out there like for suffrage or something do you even know what that is oh. <laughs> Donna's mean, Don, it's my turn oh. Donna's going 83 miles an hour southbound 85 around Anderson South Carolina at the you same took notes Huh? Did you take no, notes? No, okay. I take notes. Okay. I'm looking at the run of show. We all had the run of show today on our phones uh-huh. for just because we're happens out of paper. They buy it by the pound or something, but they're I'm, yeah. Donna as she's going 83 miles an hour southbound I-85 near Anderson in the pouring down torrential thunderstorms. She's searching for a podcast on her phone to listen to, typing it in the title. And of course, we talk about discovery and how it's difficult with podcasting to to sometimes get out there and. Maybe you don't know the exact title of the podcast, or there's an A in it that you missed, or whatever. Don is over there, both thumbs, both hands, both thumbs, just thumbing it away, looking for the title. I was stopped at the time. Never found it. And then grabs a knife and a fork and proceeds to eat a Bojangles Bowberry biscuit, 85 southbound, in her knees. I was nervous. I was a nervous driver, rider, rider, PTS. I have several questions. You have a whistle. Yeah, I, no. I need to call halt to the proceedings yep. here for a second. Okay. You're angry. I'm not angry. Bowberry biscuit is a great driving snack. Oh my God. The great oh driving snack. Oh my God. And you know why it's a great driving snack? You pick it up. You don't have to use no. a fork and knife she to eat it. She used a fork and I knife, though. Not. What are you doing? I didn't use a fork and knife. What I did use is my finger to dredge the like right. the top of the um the extra icing. Icing. Yes, 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 yes. But it was so good. I can do a lot of things. I can multitask while I'm doing that. But Multitask while using a fork and knife? No, or, or while you're driving again. 83 miles an hour in the pouring down rain, southbound I-85. In the but, wrong lane. One, in the wrong lane, one of the most traveled interstates in all of America. What could go wrong, PT? What could go wrong? Do you know what Charlotte said before we left? There's no telling. Before we left our house, she goes, are we taking two cars? And I go, no, why would we take two cars to the concert? Because we take two cars. Well, when we travel, we take two uh, cars. For this reason. You know what? That's true. See, we haven't traveled in so long because of just because, well, for a lot we had any money and nothing about COVID related. We care less about that. We traveled during COVID, but um, that's interesting that you say that because we like, we went to the beach one time 
It well, took a lot time. of times it's a necessity because but we even so when it's not, stuff. we do it. And it has nothing to do. All it has to do is is true. I hadn't thought about this. Is is what you just heard on this podcast, and we both apologize. But we have we have frustrations with the way that the true frustrations. I mean, I don't. With the, oh my God, geez, Donna. I don't. I just think you have right. you have control issues, and you want to control every no, situation. I want to get there in a, a live. Oh, okay. I want to get there alive. PT is the producer of my second podcast. Yeah, I'm just going to make a quick recommendation uh-huh. here. You Therapy. Know, we've 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 gotten into a uh, Ask PT segment here. Okay. Seriously. Okay. Um, good. Next time you're on a big road trip. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, we'll take two what, what my wife and I do is we I'm listen. We beer. listen to a show called Where Should We Begin? It's a podcast on marriage counseling. Oh, so I love this. Would highly recommend. I Shit. love this. Yeah. It keeps That's us from great. yelling at each other on the road. How how are y'all with driving? Pretty good actually. Yeah. I'm, we we rotate pretty well, and she gets car sick. But other than that, we're pretty You're good. You're control free because you 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 have to drive every time. Well, that's because you scare us. Yeah. Well, she gets mad at me for being too safe, and then when I tell her I'm too safe because I don't want you to die, Aww. it's harder for her to get mad at me. It is. Which, so you just need sweet. to come up with some sort of throwaway line yeah. like that to get you off the hook. Yeah. What do you have there, Big Daddy? Um, just nerves, n- nervousness, and and from from your driving mm-hmm. that, that carries on for days. When was the last time you slept with your teenage daughter? Okay, that just sounds same... all kinds of wrong. I, I wasn't finished. Just, I wasn't oh done. God. Hell no. That was planned. In the same room. We got one hotel room for Friday night in Green, Greenville, South Carolina. It was at the Hilton, which was built in 1829. Whew. Charlotte sleeps. Well, let me say that. I sleep with about three fans on i have um a tv if i can i um a sound machine i uh i need i just i have to have um chaos in order really? to go in order to go to sleep charlotte our 15 year old daughter who was traveling with us to eric church and spent the night we all, all were together of course is like me with, in complete silence we don't I mean, need any of this i stuff. went up to the room when we got back are we gonna tell that story yeah we should when we got back from the concert at the hotel, Charlotte, we, we were staying in the lobby and spent some time with Betsy. And then Charlotte went on up. She had to go to the bathroom. I go up there. She's already in her bed. And the room is just, it was sterile in sound of sound. I mean, just the the most silent room I'd ever been in in my entire Fantastic. life. No, I, there's no way I can sleep. Dark, like that. cold, and quiet. No, no, no. I couldn't sleep worth a damn. I got to have chaos. I got to have, like, if you can okay, fire this up a strobe is a therapy. light. This is a therapy If you session. can fire up a, th- a strobe light in our bedroom at night or a um, just uh, just some noise. Doesn't matter what kind of noise it's it is. It's horrible. I have such a hard time sleeping because of it. Because I'm kind of used to it now. Like, you always have to have a fan on. And I know people who are like this who have to have noise, white noise. And all kidding aside, well, you probably could use a dose of therapy. And you've had some and I've had some. But, um... It, you've told me before that that actually comes from your childhood. Yeah, that's true. Because I would want to mask the sound. I didn't want to hear my mom and dad fighting. Now sad. When I would go to bed. Isn't that sad? As a child. And so I would I would always want some kind of, of noise. to. to now, I hope that story's that true because I've given you a lot of grace with the fan. If it's okay. not, I'm just like, you know, whatever. <laughs> but <laughs> That's funny. Charlotte, though, is I walk in. I'm like, Charlotte, daddy's going to turn the TV on. No, you're no. not. No. No, you're not. I said, who paid for this room? Yeah, but it was late. We were ready to go to bed. I don't. Want I was TV too. On That's why I, I I don't turn it on to watch it. I turn it on to have noise. But you they have, didn't have a fan in the bathroom, which would also help. Again, this you have was to building be the, you have the civil to, war. Okay, listen. You have to be cognizant of other people. I know this is hard for you. 
but you have to be aware of other people. Okay. It's not just about you. You know, this is a holly jolly episode. Isn't it? <laughs> PT, simmer down, simmer yeah. down. All right. Listen, all marriages, you have, you have issues. I mean, like we've been together 17 years. We, we love each other more than anything in the world, but we have these things. Driving is a trigger. But that's a huge hot button for the both of us. And oh again, we God. haven't traveled. We hadn't driven anywhere in two years. At Driving least, is a know, trigger so. because I would always take the girls because we like to meander too. No. We'll stop at a no. hundred. Piss in a bottle. If we see a fruit stand, we're stopping for no. 30 minutes. No. We'll pet a goat. No. Hell I mean, no. anything. No. We'll, we'll stop and pet a goat. They will. You will. We will. And have. Oh, before. absolutely. We'll chase a dog down if we see it like running freely on the road. You're just like, you know, straight there. One stop if you're lucky. But this, yeah, the noise thing. And I know that that's a huge issue with a lot of people who are married because there are so many people who require white noise to sleep. Now, I did fire up because I love you. Um, I did fire up my white noise app on my phone to help you out. Remember? Yes, you did. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for that. And I gave it you ran beach out, sounds. It ran beach out. Sounds. The timer the timer phased well, out. You were supposed to be asleep by then. I wasn't, though. That's just it. But I mean, it's just, it was, it was also like a jungle scape. It was like monkeys and birds and cockatoos and things. It wasn't like, I felt like I was in like a safari or something. Or in, in the we jungle. Were, we were having a conversation. I was like, shh. Seriously. Y'all are talking loud. Because <laughs> it was two, two uh, double beds. Again. You and I are grown adults sleeping in a double bed, but she's got her own over there and she's all splayed out and sleep mask on and shit. It's like, oh, yes. yeah, anyway, it's good to be back. But we had a good time. It was a great time. It truly was. <laughs> it was fa- but we mean that. It was. We had a fantastic time. And I love you. We had a, we had a great time together. Well, listen, that's another thing when you like when you're not like flush with cash. In the old days, when we took our kids anywhere, we would have adjoining rooms. Like, you, you know, and I have never had adjoining rooms. No, no. The ki- with the kids. Oh, absolutely. Like if we took two kids somewhere with us, like some people, yeah. like some people all Put pile them on a different in. Floor. Yeah, some people all pile into one room. We were always like, no, no. And we've done you that know, before, we actually. Put them on a different floor. Well, we didn't mean to. On a cruise ship. Well, we split. <laughs> <laughs> we split up. You were in. That was when you were in one room, and I all was right. in another one. Um, the uh, quickly, which is impossible, I guess, in this episode of the podcast. Remember uh, Labor Day weekend? We were with Tug, my best friend Tug, former morning show partner, his wife Laura, yes. at the Tyler Farr. Uh, concert at the Olympic uh, Lanier, Lake Lanier Olympic venue, uh, whatever venue from 96. And remember, we all ran out of battery yes. and we had to ride back with a federal agent. Yes. To the to the to, to the hotel in Gainesville. Yes. The and same, we convinced him to put his lights on and his sound for a few minutes. The same thing happened on Friday night in Greenville. We walk out of the concert. Charlotte's dead. Her phone. Donna's dead. I have three percent. Do you know how tough it is to get a. Lyft or Uber driver because I got so far as to schedule it. And then you, if we haven't used it in so long, like you don't have the right card attached yeah. to it. And you have to update your whatevers. And so uh, I finally get Jose who used to play with the Houston, uh, Houston Astros. Yes. Professional baseball player. He's now from he's, the a, Dominican he's an Uber Republic. driver in yes. Greenville, South Carolina. And he showed us his baseball card. Cause you know me, like with every Uber driver, driver, I will get your story. You know this. I'm like, we're going to get this story. He was very cagey on how he got from the DR here. No, from Houston to oh, Green Greenville, to Greenville, South Carolina. Can I tell Charlotte and I's favorite line that you can, asked? Yes, but hang on one second. Let me okay. just say that, that that I got you know you can call your driver. Yes, and I'm at three percent. So Jose picks up. I said, Jose, listen, I'm your next stop. I'm at the Bond whatever center it is. I said, um, I got three percent on my battery. I said, I'm standing here on the corner with a one hundred dollar bill. Come for me. 
In other words, do this and on the side. Because my, my app's getting ready to yeah. go dead, you know. <clears throat> We're about five miles from our hotel. And, and Jose and, comes through. He pulls up in his Mitsubishi. Gallant. Montero Sport Coupe. But listen, this is a huge issue after concerts. And they actually had it. They had it pretty well nailed down because you, the Ubers and the lifts pulled up where the police officer was. Mm. And people weren't jumping in people's lifts. But if you have been to Ameris, formerly Verizon, near us here in Alpharetta, and, and probably any venue where you're listening to the podcast, it can be a mess because you've got thousands of people trying to connect with their Uber and their Lyft drivers. And you feel so vulnerable because the whole point of not having your car is you probably have had a few drinks or you, you know, you didn't want to pay to park or whatever. And trying to figure out like this place, they had a designated spot. But mm. sometimes it's like, well, I'm over here on the corner. I'm at this light or I don't want to make this turn or whatever. It can be really tricky. So, he, yes, he shows up like a beacon in the night. I handed him a C note. We were on our way. What was the line from Charlotte? Oh, my God. OK, this is what uh, are you going to. OK, this is what. This is what you say to the man. We're talking about him playing. Charlotte's talking about because she's going on her. If you've been listening to the podcast, you're aware of this. She's going on her mission trip Mission trip to the Dominican. It's coming up. Anxiety peaking for me, but we're going to get through it. So we're talking to him. He's from the Dominican Republic. And I said, you know, there's so many ballplayers in the Dominican. And I said, um, I said, I guess everybody kind of starts playing like, you know, at a really young age, like it, it seems. And he's like, yes, yes, it's so much a part of our, you know, our youth and growing up. And he says to him, do you play with a bat or a stick? I have seen a documentary where it's very, it's common, more common than a bat in the DR to play baseball with a stick. Preston. Because they don't have bats. I mean, Charlotte. If you have a bat and you're in the DR, baseball bat, if you're, if you're in the DR and you have a baseball bat, you're wealthy. Put a Google on that. Put we'll pick it back up at the end of this episode. I'm telling you, it was the most awkward thing. Charlotte's like, Mom, stop him. Stop him. When you play when you play baseball when you were a child, did you play with a bat or with a stick? Well, well go ahead. Well, there's actually a version of baseball in the Dominican Republic that's played, played with, with a stick. stick. Thank you. Oh, my Lord. So, mm. Okay. All right. I, listen, I'm right there with you. If I had heard that question, I would have smacked just him on weird. the leg or I wasn't something. being disrespectful. I knew you weren't. Well, no, I knew you weren't. I, I did know you weren't, but it just was a funny I said, question. But in other words, well, I guess I was kind of asking you got, you got lucky. <laughs> his, his economical class, socioeconomic class yes. going up in the DR. Which, are there those? But he had a baseball card. He did, um, we think. No, no. He, it was, he flashed something. Oh, my God. All right. Again, what happened to you that you're so suspect on everything? All right. Pot Peep Kimberly Mons is a huge Air Church fan. Let's bring this back to center. And she's going to share... Uh, Right now on this podcast, a story I spoke with her yesterday. She's going to share a story with you about a a, a close encounter that she heard uh, that she had with the chief in Gwinnett County. The chief being uh, here at church. Twenty seventeen, you are sitting, Kimberly, in the parking lot at the arena at Gwinnett Center because you're going to go buy some tickets or pick up some tickets to go to the circus, right? The kids went Mama's to school with that you. Yep, you, Mom, are going to Gwinnett Arena to get some circus tickets, and you see a bus coming at you, like a, a big tour it's bus. coming around the bend, and dark-headed guy, and he's got a beard, and, and he's got his Jack Daniels trucker hat on, and I look up, and I was like, oh, my God, Mama, it's, it's Eric Church. Wave, wave, Mama. And so we're waving, and we're thinking we're waving at Eric Church, and I'm like, 
ain't nobody ever going to believe this. And I'm driving and I can't take a picture. We get over there and we're buying our tickets. And, and I was like, well, I mean, what do you do when you ain't sure about something? You post it on Facebook, right? That's the world we live in now. And so I get on Eric Church's Facebook page and I ain't got hardly any battery left on my phone. And, and just as I get it posted to his page, you know, that um, I'm like, I think we just saw you and this is kind of crazy, but I'm hoping it'll be crazy enough that you'll answer me back. Was that you, Mr. Church? As soon as I get it to post, my phone dies. I told mom, I was like, well, it ain't going to matter now because even if it was him, I'm not going to see the answer till yeah. I get home. Let me hit pause real quick, Kimberly. I got a question. Question from the panel. Did you not have a, a cell phone charger with you? No. Okay. No, it was in mama's truck. Mama and didn't have one in her truck. Mama okay. don't right. have a, mama ain't even got a cell phone. We're leaving. I'm thinking, crap, I wish I got a picture. I wish I got in a picture of the bus. So we go back around and sure enough, there's this tall guy in black boots and a dark, that dark hat, that, that Jack Daniels trucker hat, and he's carrying a suitcase and it's looking like something out of a country song. Can hit pause right there. <coughs> Where do you think this is going? Donna? Nowhere. I'm kidding. Um, I, well, I mean, I don't know. It could go a whole lot of places. PT? I mean, he sees the post and like sends her a hat or something. I don't know. Okay. You ready? You ready? Mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh my God, Mama! That's who we waved at. I think that's Eric Church. He's walking to the hotel with his. With he just got off his bus. He was driving his bus. He's walking. We got it. We got to give him a ride, Mama. And she's like, Oh my God, Kimberly! Oh my God! So here I'm thinking I'm fixing to give Eric Church a ride, and I slam my brakes on. And there's a car behind me, and I'm about to cause a wreck, so I whip it around and I go back and and I pull up and I'm like, Do you need a ride? And he's like, Yeah. And then I realize it's not Eric Church. When I oh, my God. He throws his suitcase in the back of the truck, and he hops in. And oh I was like, I could have swore you were Eric Church. I was so pissed off because I didn't get a picture. Oh, my God. Did he, did he think and, you were a hooker or something trying to pick him up? I mean, well, I'm pretty sure he thought I was trying to pick him up in more ways than just give him a ride because yeah. I was like, you know, my cell phone just died. I was like, when we get up here to this hotel, I'm going to need you to take a picture with your phone and send it to me. <laughs> And he did. I was thinking he was going to think I was too crazy, but he didn't. But, you know, he told us how wonderful Eric Church was to work for. He said he'd been working for him for years. And he was telling us what a family man he was and how he took his family and his wife and his kids and his, even his grandma out on the road with him. And he's like, you know, he gets out there and he plays his heart out on the stage and he gets back on that bus and he's back to being family man. He don't do all that other crazy stuff, you know. Like sex, drugs, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll, yeah. yeah. That's There's damn rock and roll, right? <laughs> a lot of that out there in that business. <laughs> he wrote a good song about it, but according to his bus driver, he ain't living that life. That's true. That's but, damn rock and roll. It's all about that, right? Yeah. Yeah, I about exactly. That, I, I've enjoyed exactly. catching up with you, and I've, I've enjoyed hearing your I story. I enjoyed talking to you, too. Where, what hotel was the bus driver staying at, Gwinnett? Do you remember? The Holiday Inn. It was right there on the hill. That's a great, great story, and I and appreciate your time. you and Donna. Y'all keep it up with the second act. I love it. Well, we appreciate I'm so it so much. I'm so glad you're back on the radio. You stay Bear. there. With Robbie in the morning, half and half morning show, it's Robbie and, um, who's that other, who's that other cat? He's with Robbie and, uh, Carl, right? Cal Carl Cross? Carl Cross, right? That's what I always heard. Cal, Cal Cross. I listen to you on the afternoons, too. They got some good stuff going on at the Bear 92.5. Pop Peep, Kimberly Mons. I mean, what a story. What a story. I, when I recorded it, when we were on the phone together yesterday, I, I was in, I was like, oh my God. Where's where, this going? But what, what, what did you have a point during listening to Kimberly's story where you went, wait a minute, this isn't going to be him. Because I do. I have one specific thing she said that I went, that's, of course that's not him. Well, anybody, anybody? Here's my thing. I didn't even think it was going to be the bus driver. I thought at first she just picked up some random guy in an air at church hat. She has no battery because like I'm going to cereal. So it's podcast. not just us. 
Yeah, yeah. Dateline. He's going to kill her. Like, I mean, she has no battery. She's in mama's truck. This was 2017. All right. Do you think Eric Church has ever driven no. his own bus? No. No. When she, when I heard that part of the story, I thought, hmm, this is not going to turn out like she thought it was going to turn out. But Here, he took a picture with her, uh, yeah, the bus great. driver. I mean, everybody wants a picture of the bus driver, right? Here's the interesting part about it. Bus drivers, and you know this, bus drivers know everything, though. Because they see massive, it all. Uh, NDAs, oh my groups. gosh, they see it all. And you know, sometimes they're driving family buses. Sometimes they're driving just for artists. There's some artists, unlike Eric Church, who the bus drivers know when their wives and kids are heading in for the for the weekend, and things change. It's a different bus environment when the wife and kids come. You Indeed. know. So I, I you know, I, I said that to you Friday. I think that when we saw him, I do think that he is. You know, there he he just like we've talked about with other artists, he he is Eric Church, but he also plays an Eric Church role. He has said right. before when he puts on his aviators, he takes on that persona. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It's the same as when Tim McGraw puts his cowboy hat on. You know, to get up there and play your heart out, you kind of have to own that persona. So, I'm trying. I'm sorry. I'm trying to race through this because I got to get home. I got the uh, the barbecue and crock pot. Don't you love a good crock pot dish? I'm starving. I'm sorry. Hello. What are you saying? I'm saying I'm I'm wanting to race through this episode so that I can go home and eat some slow cooked barbecue from dinner. If you're uh, that was amazing. He made it last night. It was so good. I told you last night when I was eating it's the dinner affair. That's my get to with this particular spot. When I was eating the dinner affair barbecue, I uh-huh. said, even if you're not a dinner affair fan, I said this to you last night. I said it is worth Sign up for the protein. signing up for dinner affair to get. I could get three of those barbecues. It was so good. When I tried to get it out of the crock pot, I tried to lift it onto a, a plate so it could rest. Uh, it was just falling apart because it's so tender. It's so good. An example of the set it and forget it crock pot uh, meals. Yeah. There's, there's not a whole lot of them, but the ones that, that are on the dinner fair menu are fantastic. And, and they're seriously, you plop it in there, you pour some of the uh, uh, some of the apple cider sauce over top of it, and let it sit for, cook for four hours, and then you got to some tender barbecue. You eat on for days. Yeah, and that is one of those great recipes we've talked about before where you can have leftovers. You know, it comes with hamburg- like little hamburger bun and you can do sandwiches, but you can also put it, you know, tonight you could put over rice and have like a side with it. It was so good. I'm not kidding. The best. Slow cook South Carolina pulled pork. One of the Ugh. 15 dishes that was on the December menu, dinnerfair.com. And that's what you do. You go to dinnerfair.com and you select your dishes. Uh, Ken and Stephanie Wright own Dinner Fair. They're not going to force you to eat green bean casserole and um, uh, grilled chicken breasts. You know, like some dinner preparation services uh, do. You yeah, got to pick A good. or B, what's going to be. You know, yeah, you pick 15 that you want and that your family enjoys, and they deliver them to your your front door. Yeah, and somebody told me the other day that they had done a meal prep service and um, that, you know, people continue, continuously ask us, what is the difference? The meal prep service they did is exactly what you were talking about. She said it tasted like banquet food. And you know what that is. You go to a big event for your company or something, you get a chicken breast and some broccoli on the yeah, side, very dry. These meals are cooked with love. These are recipes that they have curated. Um, they're, you're not going to get the same things. There are some favorites, some fan favorites like the pulled pork that you'll see. But chicken every month there's different recipes. And the food is so good. Here's, here's the biggest thing. It's not going to take you forever to make it. And now's the time to jump in. Start with a new, you know, fresh start for January. Um, sit around the table with your kids, find out what's going on in their lives, cook a meal, don't be running in different directions, curb your spending, and dinner, I mean, you, you $30 off, come on. Caddy2021 is the promo code that'll get $30 off your first order, C-A-D-D-Y, Caddy2021 at dinnerfear.com, no contract, money back guarantee, and uh, just good stuff. Take your time back in 2022. Our um, 
you talked to Debbie, our neighbor. They went to uh, the, what's the, the rooftop bar, the new one? Up on the roof. Up on the roof. Downtown Alpharetta. Yeah. This is new. Brand new. To our cities. It's the new hotspot. It is. And everybody's like, how do you get a great view of Alpharetta? You get a great view of Alpharetta. There are so many new things in downtown Alpharetta. So they have food and um, they have wonderful libations. You know what that is? It's a drink. It's a drink. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but it's just a great I place. Drink. Great spot to meet friends um, and family. If you've got family in town, come over to our city. Um, and I show you them. come to our house. No, 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 no. Don't come no, to our house. No, we love you. All. Yeah, don't come to our house. Um, but you can show them the city. There's so many great places to shop. So many great places to eat. And it's see amazing. Christmas lights. And see Christmas lights too. Yes. Drive around, and see Christmas lights. All right. So we got uh, great restaurants. We have great nightlife now. We got. Uh, I mean, they're like clubs. It's unbelievable. In Alpharetta, we got a, a hot nightlife scene with uh, Roaring Social. A speakeasy. That's a speakeasy. In downtown Alpharetta, um, you enter the so uh, the Rosso Clothing Store, which is on Milton Avenue, mm-hmm. but it's not really that. And you say the secret password, and you're back in the 20s. Yeah, it feels, and everybody said it just feels really cool in there, and it's like so nice and just fun. I mean, it kind of feels like you're going in like a little VIP we got situation. We got a Top Golf here in Alpharetta. Love it. Fairway Social. So much. Another fun. great way to um, gather with with friends for conversation. Yep. And. Um, and games ever cocktails. So if you have friends you haven't seen in a while, but you know every year they come home for Christmas. Yep. You don't have to go downtown anymore. You don't have to go to Buckhead anymore. Stay here in Alpharetta. Or if you're in this area, drive over to us. Yep. To our hometown. Mercantile Social has a holiday pop-up uh, bar. In One of our Alpharetta. favorite places. Seriously. Love that place. <laughs> we yes. shut that place down. I got many stores from Mercantile Social. Yes. So if you're here... Playing for the holidays and, and visiting for the holidays for a few days, you can stay at one of Alpharetta's 30 modern and upscale hotels to make it a getaway or staycation. To do that, visit awesomealpharetta.com. Awesomealpharetta.com. Click on the book your room button to compare rates at any of the hotels and come spend the holidays here in Alpharetta. Yeah, and our city. Gather, gather again with your friends. Yeah, and our city is so safe and clean. Alpharetta comes up as one of the safest cities all of the time. Um, so if you're one of those people who has, you know, you've got friends in town, you want to go out, you're afraid to go into some other cities, you're afraid your car's going to get broken into, you're afraid things are going to happen, that's not going to happen in Alpharetta. You can literally walk from, you know, restaurant to restaurant to bar to bar. You're completely safe. You're going to see police on every corner. Um, and it's just a great time. Great, great, great time. Pod Peep, <sighs> bless you. Sorry. Pod Peep, Anita Parker, uh, depression after a cardiac event is something chemical, she writes. Very, very common. Not sure why, but it is. Diabetes too, so the sugars too. Yeah, I had a lot of people that reached out to me after last episode and said they appreciated your vulnerability um, about that and that life is made up of many colors, that it's not, you know, sometimes you just hear people talking about all of the good things that are going on. And you have to remember during the holidays, there is a large segment of the population that struggles, um, struggles financially, struggles with loneliness, um, you know, depression. So I had more than one person reach out and say they really appreciated your transparency about that issue. New episode on Thursday. We're going to be here uh, two episodes. You just finished the first of two, but uh, it's Christmas week. Christmas is Saturday, this Saturday, hard to believe. I like it on a Saturday. But we're going to be here Thursday for another brand new episode of Cadillac Jack My Second Night. Our thanks to executive producer Carl Appen. This episode of the My Second Night podcast produced by Preston Thompson, who is also host of the Georgia Politics podcast. PT also editor. How do you find time to do all this shit? Seriously. PT is also editor of The Letter, which is our uh, weekly e-newsletter component to the podcast. It's a fun four-minute read delivered to your inbox for free every Saturday morning at 910. Text left on red. No spaces. Red is the color. R-E-D. 
text left on red to the number 22828. Two, two. You tell me I do it too fast. Are you going back in? Huh? Are you going I'm back in? Okay. Well, I guess I'm podcasting you on it. Well, I didn't know if you were like continuing the numbers. People like production assistance from Steve Mitchell and Ingle Studios in Atlanta. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack, my second act, part of the Appen Podcast Network. ask you one more time are you sure you like cow crawls yes okay. i love cow crawls merry christmas <laughs> merry christmas it's christmas time thank god merry thank- christmas happy birthday jesus the happy birthday jesus amen Cadillac Jack.